was sent to kill the only one who could have stopped the nothing. I lost him in the swamps of sadness. His name was Atreo. If we're about to die anyway, I'd rather die fighting! Come for me, Gmork! I am Atreo! Nicole and I are reading this and I'm like, how could they make this part even worse? Yeah. Because <laughs> the horse is like, just let me drown. Yeah, like Jesus Christ, it's so depressing. And he was just talking about the conditions of the movie that it was Jeez. just kind of like, like most movies that we read about are just kind of train wrecks to film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we love them. and he was just talking about the conditions of the movie that it was just kind of like like most movies that we read about are just kind of train wrecks to film Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's why we love them (laughs) hey guys welcome to this week's episode of mixed movie reviews our bi-weekly biracial podcast where we discuss, roast, and reminisce about the movies we grew up with. Mm. I am your host this week, Singleton, and I am here with Artax. That's depressing. <laughs> You're going to die in a mud hole. <laughs> Say hi, Artax. <laughs> Wait. Who did you name me after? And Moonchild. Okay. Whew. I thought you were going to say Borla. <laughs> the goddamn turtle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <ain't> you one. <laughs> so as you're listening, if you like what we're doing here, please leave us a review on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Mixed Movie Reviews. And guess what? We have a Redbubble shop, so you can catch us at Redbubble at MMR Podcast. There you can get all the cool merchandise you want, shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, etc., etc., etc. Indeed. So I think we all grew up with this movie. We were all excited. <laughs> My memory of this movie is going to see it with Mom in the movie theaters. Aww. And getting scared shitless by Gamork and... Whining a little bit, maybe crying when Artax died. Who didn't? Who didn't cry at that scene? And I also remember big sphinx breasts. That's it. <laughs> Statue boobies. <laughs> big old bitties. Like sitting, it's weird. It's one of those things when you're sitting with, like, watching a movie with either of your parents and like a sex scene comes on. Yeah. Or in this case, it's like these statues with these huge heaving boobs. They're and it's like, huge. Okay. I think Bob might have done like the little handover, like, oh. The, <laughs> the Southern Oracle's just like, my eyes are up here. <laughs> Trey's like, I can't see your eyes past your boobs. <laughs> so low. <laughs> just boobs. They don't even have heads. <laughs> it's like, don't you want to stand out a little bit? You can see me? No, this is good. Yeah, just no, I can hear you just fine from here. Keep on talking. <laughs> oh, my God. 
But yes, this is uh, the 1984 classic, The NeverEnding Story, which was a German movie. And as Taylor told me beforehand, there were a couple scenes that were shot, shot multiple times to show like German text or whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's from a German book too, mm-hmm. which is, man, it is way out there. It's really good. Like it's weird. But names are different. It's called Fantastica, not Fantasia. Okay. Uh, Sounds cool. Freaking the Southern Oracle's called Ooya Lala. Ooya Lala. Ooya Lala. But yeah, people have like crazy ass names. He encounters all these different creatures on his adventure. Like mm-hmm. it's it's wild. Yeah, he doesn't encounter a lot of creatures in this movie. I think maybe they lump that into the beginning because you see a lot of like the yeah. Fantasia creatures that don't speak. You just see them in. That was another thing that was really unsettling is there's a lot of multi-faced people mm-hmm. that live here. So honestly, that was like the most I don't know, recognizable thing from the books. It's like those creatures, those people, those characters at the beginning are mm-hmm. just like so weird, but they're like a perfect like description of like some of the characters. That's the really cool. cool. That's really yeah. cool. So this movie when it came out only made $4 million at the box office. <laughs> Not good. It was estimated to cost $27 million. Nice. And still, to this day, worldwide, I don't even know who's paying to see this movie anymore. Uh, I think I had to pay $4 to see it. It's only made 20 So, at some point, they're going to break even. <laughs> but the director of the movie, Wolfgang Peterson, he has done ones that we've seen, like Air Force One, Get off my plane and outbreak. Really? Yeah, I've never seen that. Dad, Dad would always like walk around like, "Get off my plane!" It's like oh, Harrison yes, Ford yes, plays the yes. uh, president. I think I've only seen parts of that because Gary Oldman's in that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those movies that I remember our parents watching. They always agreed on that type of film. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, superhero. But I've only seen that scene yeah. of him kicking Gary Oldman off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing with the other. Um, what's the character that he? P- nope, that's not Air Force. Jack Ryan. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Like Patriot Games and shit from like the Tom Clancy books. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the only thing I can remember is when his wife and his daughter. Clear present danger with Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean Bean's in that. And he dies in that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just really random one scenes from those movies, but I just remember, yeah, watching those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. those. But he also directed Outbreak, which I love. I've never. I even watched heard Outbreak of that. with you before. Before was COVID. It before COVID. Like yeah. Right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has Rene Russo and um, very strange. I'm Not thinking. Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Dustin yep. Hoffman. Just Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. Sorry, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. So, I told you a few of the memorable moments that I re- that I could remember from being a kid watching this. What about you guys? Did anything come to mind? Oh, Gamork still terrifies the shit out of me. I still yeah. get goosebumps whenever they show his like green eyes in the shadows and shit. Mm-hmm. His his green eyes are always really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I always love seeing Falcor. I thought it was just really cool yeah. to see that again. I haven't watched this movie in so long. Mm. So like just the detail of his skin is something I remembered mm-hmm. how like he was kind of pearly, kind of glittery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. And the old couple always love them. 
Oh, Angie Wook and Urgle. Yeah, the their banter hilarious. <laughs> Loved it as a kid. Love it now. <laughs> to the winch, you witch. witch. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember mom walking around the house. And like going, ooh, ooh. And dad like, ah, oh, he's awake. <laughs> Our parents <Wow>. are weird. <laughs> but but I love them. <laughs> adorable. So the synopsis of this is pretty spot on, maybe a little too spot on, but um, Bastion, which is the main character, a young boy. Not Sebastian. I kept getting confused. Seba- oh, you thought it was Sebastian? <laughs> I was like, why are they calling him Sebastian? Like, that's his name. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a dingus. <laughs> nope. Bastion. Bastion Balthazar Bucks is his name. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> uh, is a young boy who lives a dreary life being tormented by school bullies. On one such occasion, he escapes into the bookshop where the old proprietor reveals an ancient storybook to him, which he is warned can be dangerous. Mm. Shortly after, he quote-unquote borrows the book and begins to read it in the school attic, where he is drawn into the mythical land of Fantasia, which desperately needs a hero to save it from destruction. And that destruction is the nothing. (gasps) The nothing. Just terrifying. It is. Yeah. It's just a whole bunch of storm. Like, as beautiful as the storm clouds are, mm-hmm. terrifying. So those storm clouds. So when they say the nothing, it's literally nothing. Something is destroying Fant. Nothing is destroying Fantasia. And, you know, there's some dialogue where, well, is it a hole? Did it fall in a hole? It's like, well, a hole would be something. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have time to look into how they actually made the nothing, but it looks like some type of artwork where underwater you're spraying ink. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's kind of, exactly what I'm pretty what it sure is. that's what happened. And it was really it's cool. It's really cool. And if you have like lights flashing on the outside of the container, it looks like lightning. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really cool the way they did that. Oh, yeah. But here, the movie starts off where we meet Bastion and his father, who's kind of an asshole. Okay, let me just say. Yeah. A little bit of an asshole. Getting ready for their day. His father is pushing him to leave childish things behind now that his mother has passed. And Bastion has no plans to. On the way to school, Bastion runs into some bullies, but is able to duck into the bookstore and is enticed by a mysterious book like no other. He swipes it and cuts class to read it in the attic. Mm. (laughs) Which, (laughs) that's a terrible school. They're not like keeping track where all these kids are. He's just like going upstairs. Yeah, see you later. (laughs) It did have a pretty cool attic. It had, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it's a pretty cool attic. It kind of looked like it had a bunch of like old school um, like theater props in it. Yeah, but starting back at the beginning, he and his dad are you know having breakfast like I guess dads and sons would have. But his dad makes a drink. I think it's an orange Julius. It's like orange juice and an egg. Is that what an orange Julius is? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I why. feel like it was a very popular thing. Like. I think I can't remember another movie, but I'm pretty sure the dad just cracks an egg in his orange juice and just fucking takes it back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why did we do this? <laughs> I, I don't know. Why is this a thing? I, I know there know. were shops, like Orange Julius shops. No. Yeah. I mean DQ has Orange Julius. Do they crack an egg in it? <laughs> I don't just... know. I don't know. They probably don't. <laughs> it's like nowadays. Yeah. Egg. Like we make ice cream, but specifically an orange Julius. They put it under the, the, the blizzard mixer. They're like, it's <laughs> like, sorry, we're out of eggs. Ah, oh, damn it. The reason I like orange Julius is. <laughs> Ugh. 
But they never get into how his mother passed, but she has passed. And I can only imagine she was sick for a while and mm-hmm. just went on. Yeah. But his dad is like coming down on him for drawing things in class. A unicorn. Uh, yeah. He's like, you're drawing horses. It's a unicorn, dad. And he's like, shut up, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's telling him to um, like get into sports and whatnot. He wants him to kind of grow up. It's time to be a man. Yeah. I think he said. Mm-hmm. And this man of a boy gets his ass thrown into a dumpster by some bullies <laughs> as he's walking to school. <sighs> Fucking bullies. I know. Suck and ass. Like all bullies do, they don't go to school because they're just waiting for him to yeah. get out of the dumpster. Trash. And trounce him again. But Almost like his mom died. I don't think they care about that. Ugh. Trash. Honestly, it's probably more fuel for the fire. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, your mom's dead? You're going to cry about that too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So sad. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, bullies are bullies for a reason. It's true. But he ducks into this bookstore and he meets this like old crotchety bookkeeper. He's like, get out of here. Like he can smell kid at his store. Mm. Get out of here. And <laughs> no video games. No beep 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 beeps. No. <laughs> You're like, okay, grandpa. But um Bastion kind of flexes on him. He's like, No, I have all these books at home. He's like, Moby Dick. I can't remember the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally oh, every fantasy book, book that yeah. you could think of. 10,000 Leagues Below the Sea, uh, Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> <He's>, uh... <laughs> oh my God. Oh, like Lord of the Rings, Treasure Island, yeah. shit like that. He has yeah. all that. Probably essentially all the books that like a kid would read. Yeah. Like his age. I don't know too many, I don't remember too many kids reading like nonfiction. Yeah. Like, really? oh, I'm going to read about World War II like when I'm five <laughs> years old. Like, Jesus. Um, but the bookkeeper kind of understands that this kid is not just like a, a regular kid. He can kind of go into this larger fantasy world that this book might have, but he mm-hmm. doesn't give it to him directly. He wants to know what he's reading. He's like, oh, no, no, that's not for you. And closes it up. Mm-hmm. But then he just fucking steals it. Yeah. And runs away. But I know the bookkeeper knew that this was going to happen. Yeah. It's like if you put something under a piece of paper, and you're like, this will be safe here. And nobody will get it. And this book is maybe half the size of the kid. It's pretty. He tries really, to hide it underneath it. his hoodie. Yeah. He just put it under his hoodie. He like <laughs> run it away. <laughs> He got a Kevlar vest for when he deals with the bullies next time. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't take it to read it. Just Try punch. punching me now. <laughs> he beats the bully like, over the head with it. Like, bam. <laughs> um, but of course, he's late for school and instantly bypasses math class, goes straight up to the attic and starts reading this book. Yeah. And when he starts the book, we meet three characters. A rockbiter, Nighthob, and a character named Teeny Weenie. Yep. Who is played by Deep Roy. What what what? So cool. Do, 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 Deep Roy. I think Deep Roy is like the most famous actor in this entire movie. Yeah, he looks yeah. dapper as shit. He does. Movie. I was like, that's what Deep Roy used to look like. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know he looked like that. Okay, little man. Okay. <laughs> but these three characters. Sorry, I forgot about what my roommate said when that snail popped up. Yeah. What? She's like, eh, what is that? <laughs> I was like, it's a snail. And I always, 
always thought that stale was cute, but she's uh-huh. like, ew! <laughs> like, but I like it. I like that. <laughs> so these three characters are traveling to the Ivory Tower because they are all live in different parts of Fantasia, and it's getting uh, devoured by the nothing. And the princess is the only person that can give them guidance. Mm. There they meet many other characters from around Fantasia that are also seeking the princess's counsel. But unfortunately, she has fallen ill. All of Fantasia's hopes rests on the shoulders of one great warrior from the Plains people named Atreyu. Love so, that band. What? Love that band. Atreyu. <laughs> <laughs> so the rock biter rolls up mm-hmm. into the camp that the night hob and teeny weenie. And I am calling him teeny weenie because I do not remember what type of people he is from. Mm-hmm. He's like, I am also from blah, blah, blah. But the rock biter is like as big as a mountain. Yeah. And he starts eating rocks because he's a rock biter. Limestone. Mm-hmm. With a dash of quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember dad making that voice a lot. Yes. <laughs> all the time. And then like, the, I thought they were good, big, strong. Oh, heads. my like, God. I, we'll talk about it. I know. I Is that I'll, your, like, Superman moment? That was, like, me crying like, moment. I can't stand <laughs> <fly>. <laughs> But they are, they are discussing how their lands are getting uh, devastated by the nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, we need to go and get some help. So the Night Hob is... He fl- he rides a bat, almost yeah. like a, a sleepy bat. What kind of gliding is that? Like hang wind glider? glider, like a hang glider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Teeny Weenie is on a racing snail, so who goes super fast. Yeah. And the rock biter rides like a huge rock tricycle. So yeah. cool. That's awesome. So freaking cool. I will say, I watched the German version of this movie, and there's a lot of subtle differences, but one of the big differences is Teeny Weenie's voice. Yes. So. His voice in this movie, obviously, Deep Roy has a thick, I'm assuming, Indian accent. Yep. And over time, like in Char- in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he talks for most of his lines, I think, mm-hmm. um, or other movies he's in. And he's gotten better at English or whatever. But I'm sure at this point, English was not his strong suit. So they dub over him with just like... I don't know, like a generic white yeah. guy voice. The the guy who dubbed his voice also mm-hmm. does Falcor and the Rockbiter. Oh, solid. Yeah, cool. Okay. So. But in the German version, he has a high-pitched southern accent. He's like, how didn't I? <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, come on, guys, what are you waiting for? Like... Let's wow. get out of here. They're like, that's what he sounds like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're like, that seems wrong. He's like, ah, top hat. He's from the South. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's got out. He's like, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, man. But, but, but. The nothing is coming. And the rock biter sees the nothing coming. And every time I see this movie, the look on his face where he's like, it is eyes open like real <laughs> yeah. slow. I was like, well, the rock biter looks stoned. And he's like, the nothing. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and then rides right. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they come across the ivory tower, which is where the princess lives. And the band of uh, inhabitants of Fantasia are there. A lot of multi-faced people. That made me a little uneasy as a kid. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know which kinda, face to look they're at. They're kind of fucking creepy. I mean, they're, they it's are. cool. And it's like fantasy. So... You can just come up with anything, but the big-headed people, like, that's the one that freaked me out the most. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Not the random fish 
That was next <laughs> was to the fish step. In there. Yeah, like, I didn't see the for fish. the dead vulture creature. No, it was the yeah. big-headed guy. Uh, I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to find a picture and look at that a little bit more. Yeah, when there's intense. a when there's a shot of everybody standing at the foot of the steps, there's just like this fish creature, just like. It looks like it's coming out of the Aww. marble floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just trying to hit a note. <laughs> and um, Chiron, which is like the princess's keeper or whatever, comes down and is like, look, she's sick. Not Samuel Jackson. Not Samuel Jackson. <laughs> look, she's sick. She can't help you guys. We're waiting on a Treyu. It's this big buff warrior guy. He's going to come. He's going to kick the nothing's ass. We'll be okay. And then this little boy shows up, right? Yeah. A Treyu. And they almost like laugh him off yeah. of... Are out of the palace. They're so mean. Well, yeah. I'll just go back to hunting the purple buffalo. And they're like, what, 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 what? <laughs> so I guess purple buffalo are like a very fierce animal. Only the best warriors can hunt them. Mm-hmm. And that's all he had to say. Yeah. But they're like, look, leave all your weapons behind, which I think kind of sucks. But that's the only way to carry the Orin, which is the seal of the princess, which yeah. is also the seal on the book. And Bastion's like, okay, we're in this together. Like, he's like, me and Atreyu. Immediately role-playing. Yep. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> so Atreyu and his trusty steed Artax set out on a quest to find a cure for the princess before it's too late. But at the same time, Gamork, a servant of the nothing, heads out to hunt the two down. Atreyu's first stop is to find Morla, the ancient one, who lives on Shell Mountain in the swamps of sadness. Mm. At the beginning, it's like a montage of like, I'm on a journey. So there's like so many landscapes and a lot of them reminded me of uh, the dark crystal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which was very cool. And you could tell that they were on location in some of these random places. Mm -hmm. So yeah, some of them were really nice matte paintings. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Mm. But they get to the swamps and they're like trudging through. Everything's dead, okay? And the whole thing with the swamps is you are not supposed to be sad because a swamp can sense it and then it'll just suck you down and like drown you, mm-hmm. pretty much. <laughs> the swamp's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Are those tears? It's just like, <laughs> get in here. <laughs> I got something in my eye. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but they had to have been in there for, I don't know, maybe an hour or two. And then- No time at all. Artax, his horse starts sinking. And this is where a lot of kids have core memories and fears of losing someone or a pet because Artax is so sad. The swamp is getting to him. Atreyu is trying to pull him out. He's doing everything. He's yelling at him. He's telling him he loves him. He's like, I love you. You're a stupid horse. Come on. And then Artax just like sinks below. And you hear this. (laughs) For some odd reason. It's even worse in the books because Artax can speak. Oh, wow. So he's just like, Atreyu, all of this is pointless. Like, just go on without me. I'm just going to tear you down. And like, and I'm like, Nicole and I are reading this, and I'm like, how could they make this part even worse? Yeah. Because <laughs> the horse is like, just let me drown. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, it's so depressing. Yeah. And then Bastion feels sad as well. Yeah. I he mean, feels I, hopeless. I cried just as much as Bastion did. He's like wiping away tears. I'm like, yeah. same, same kid, same. <laughs> yeah. Freaking Atreyu like immediately loses his horse. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Your only mode of transportation. <laughs> now you got to hoof it. Well, sorry. Whoops. 
Oh, no. Now you just have to walk. That's what I meant to say. Mm. But he actually comes across uh, Shell Mountain, and it's just like this hump in the middle of the swamp. Yep. And he's yelling for Morla, blah, blah, blah. And the mountains, like, shifts up out of the mud. It's a giant tortoise. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about this? No, I don't want to talk about Morla. I'd love for you. Add some input. It's a turtle. <laughs> it's like you come across like they specifically said go to Morla. It's the wisest, oldest like being creature. in Fantasia. Yeah, yeah, that's been in Fantasia, so she knows some shit. And it's I even in capitals. I hate Morla. <laughs> <laughs> Your goddamn sneezes. That's what I put in capital letters. Yeah, it like gets in his mouth and everything. Like <laughs> this kid is trying to find his way and it's like more i'm going to morla because she knows everything mm-hmm. and comes across this like sarcastic sad turtle yeah who's like his questions are met with like <laughs> i don't want to say riddles but just kind of like why do you even care they're we not they're not answers yeah it's like hey <laughs> how do i get to point a to point b be like why does it matter it's like just freaking sad the entire time just yeah. really depressing and he's been there so long is it he or she i thought the uh, morla yeah i thought morla is a girl's name okay yeah. so morla has been there <laughs> Who knows? for this so long terrible. that <laughs> that they are talking about themselves in a third, in third person <laughs> yeah. he's like we don't care whether or not we care it's like we who's we he's like oh the other person in my head it's like oh cool you're crazy so it's like you're not really wise you're just crazy at this point yeah. so just to add to the frustration and annoying of not getting answers sneezes Mm. Doesn't even use its hand or tissue or anything. Just sneezes. <laughs> Bring up those like little tortoise ball. It's not long enough to reach his neck. I think the part that I love in this scene is when Morla first shows up. Like a Treyu is like terrified. It's got to I mean, be a fucking terrifying scene to see. Like you know, a giant poop tortoise's head as big correct. as like Freaking a poop tortoise. big ass house. But then Bastion like fucking screams. And they hear it in Fantasia, and they're Which looking around weird. Like, like, "What the hell was that?" Mm-hmm. They both I, were like, "I that always, too. I always love that part." Why? I don't know. Like, just the idea that that world is being affected by what Bastion is reading. Yeah, yeah. like it's just. I don't know. It's just cool. It's interesting. It's mm-hmm. really cool. It like breaks the fourth wall for no reason. Like that's the first instance of that. Mm-hmm. That Bastion has some effect on the world of Fantasia. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mm. And Morla lets Atreyu know, like, look, you need to not talk to me. You need to go and talk to the Southern Oracle. It's 10,000 miles away. You're <laughs> fucked. He's like, how do I get there? Be like, it's 10,000 miles. I'm like, fuck you, turtle. Yeah. If only you had a horse or something. <laughs> I mean, if you were Atreyu in the swamps of sadness and you were given that news... You would instantly sink as soon as oh, you got that out of that tree. You'd be like, oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> you take one step. It's like, get out of here. But also, which is pretty which is pretty cool, is that Gamork is going through the swamps of sadness too. And yeah. Atreyu is sinking because he is starting to give up. And Gamork isn't sad. He's hungry. Yep. He's <laughs> happy. He's like on top of the mud. He's like... <laughs> 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 
crouching tiger hidden dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On top of the bamboo. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. So Atreyu is about to sink, and you see this little, like, white wispy dog dragon off into the distance. <laughs> white wispy dog <laughs> and it pulls Atreyu out of the muck right as Gamork is about to like yeah. take him down. And then he's just like, oh, damn it, and snaps his finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a cool scene. Because mm-hmm. mm. I think at that point, uh, Atreyu was just like at the end of his rope. Oh, yeah. Like, the swamp was up to his neck. He was, he was going he's down. He's like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, there's no way. <sighs> so cool, though. But Stop Bastion it. stays after school. Like, he peeks down. And sees everybody leave school. Mm-hmm. And he settles in for the rest of the book. Um, this is where it's like, you only see Bastion's dad at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't wonder, like, Why he, isn't my he child got a call, like, his, his kid wasn't in class. Again? He didn't come home. Again? He was probably, like, he's probably out, you know. Drawing unicorns. Being a man or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he probably went out for the sport team. <laughs> It's like 12 o'clock at night. It's like probably playing sports. wakes up atop a mountain with a luck dragon, Falcor, who has brought him the entire 10,000 miles to the Southern Oracle. He also meets a gnome couple there. Urgle, who is a healer and gives him a tasty shot of vitamins. Oh, yeah. And Ingiwook, who his life works is to study the Southern Oracle and is going to help Atreyu pass some of the tests. Mm-hmm. Okay. He finds out that Falcor is a luck dragon, and like you love the way this dragon. So a lot cool. of people do. He's, he's fluffy. He's so happy. And he's like, I'm yeah. happy to be here, and I'm alive. He's got big old eyes. Yeah. He looks like a like a white lab with mm-hmm. like a bedazzled back. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Yep. Love it. But it's a huge fucking animatronic. Mm-hmm. Like it's moving so nose, cool. moving eyes, moving ears, tongue, like- moving head. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yeah, probably took like 20 people to puppet it or something. (laughs) So where Falcor and him land is right next to the observatory for Urgle. Mm -hmm. And Atreyu kind of like looks inside and you can see him like one is like cooking some broth up or whatever. And the other one's like in in his books. And they're kind of fighting over his attention. He's like, (laughs) look, you need to heal up first. No, he needs to go save Fantasia. And Urgle essentially is like, look, to the observatory, I'm going to show you what this Southern Oracle is all about. Mm-hmm. So Ingiwook is like, look, to the observatory, I'm going to show you the Southern Oracle. And he keeps calling his wife, uh, Urgle, like a wench. So he's like, to the wench, wench. <laughs> <laughs> this, I also like the scene, the whatever broth she makes yes. for a trait, just, it, I want to try it. Yeah. Even though she's describing like what she put into it, it just yeah. seems so comforting. Mm-hmm. Like maybe coming from like a mother standard. It might be the bubbling sound. It's like a, it's like a bubbling and it's a little smoky. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you hear what she puts in it? You're, yeah, like, you're like, I'm no, good. No <laughs> it's like, it's like I have newt or something. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need that. But it just scales from a rancid sea. <laughs> she's so cute. It's pretty gross. Which did you recognize who she is? Taylor? Oh, yeah. It's, um... Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot her name as soon as you said it. Or, Singleton, did you recognize who it was? I'm sitting this question out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. Fen Rizel. Yeah. Yeah. From Willow. (laughs) 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 
So Atreyu. Yes. And Ingiwook are up at his like telescope, right? Mm-hmm. And an, and the Southern Oracle, you can see it. It's two huge Sphinx statues in between this mountain pass. Yeah. Sand in the middle. And they're looking at each other. And you see a knight, like a knight in shining armor, riding up. Sorry, I have a question. So the Sphinx is the first one. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Mirror Gate. And then you have the Southern Oracle. Yeah. But they just say you got to go to the Southern Oracle. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. It's the, dumb how just, they do it. Yeah, in the I'm movie. just saying that's what. Okay. okay. I was just curious. I was like, uh, are they the same? Like, did I not? Yeah, and that? I'm the in same. my notes. I'm like the actual Southern. That's Oracle. where because got, nobody has gotten past this thing oh, yet. So I don't why? know how Ingiwook knows that there's the the mirror. That's why I got really confused. I was like, wait, there's two. There's four big old biddies in this movie. Like, there are eight big old biddies in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so when I rewatched it, I got confused. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I wish I had more hands so I could give them titties eight thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the milk's gone bad. <laughs> oh, man. So they see the knight riding up. To the first gateway, pretty much, to the Southern Oracle. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he looks fancy, but is he confident in enough? Is he confident enough to pass? And he just like rides up and you see the eyes open. Mm-hmm. And Atreyu the whole time is looking through the telescope. And Ingi looks like, let me look, it's my telescope, let me see. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking see the shit. <laughs> and this guy just gets blasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love how the Sphinx is just... They give whoever tries to pass like the side eye, like they're just like, mm, scrub. <laughs> then they zap them. Yeah, yeah, then they zap their ass. God. So as soon as Atreyu sees this, he's like, I want to try. It like jumps down and he instantly is at that gateway. Yep. I mean, he has to be like it three miles really away, far, but yeah, he ran really fast or whatever. So he's looking up, the eyes are staying closed and he makes a run for it. Bastion is like yelling for him to go. Ingiwook's yelling for him to go and he passes the Southern Oracle. Yay. Yep. But they still shot. So it's like, is he real? Is he not that confident? He's just oh, fast. Shit. I mean, I, didn't I think, think about that. I think seeing the, uh, you know, burnt night on the ground and his fucking messed up face kind of fucked him up for a little bit. Yeah. Like for a quick second, a they're like, he's oh. just like, damn, I don't want to get zapped. Yeah, he's a grown-up. <laughs> Sphinx is just blinking uncontrollably. Like, what? What? Oh, Are you oh. good? You're good? Okay, I'm close. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> um, they're all kind of like, all these gates are kind of like, I don't, would you say they're like life lessons or like show your true self? Because the mirror one, you have to like, y- you figure out your true self Yeah. at yeah. that point, which is in the middle of like Antarctica. How do we get there? <sighs> By walking, I would say, <laughs> I would say it's more like that in the books. They go into it a little more in depth. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, he just kind of goes to him in okay. the movie. Just curious. So I just thought it was kind of cool. It's all cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But like you said, he goes to a mirror, and in the mirror he sees Bastion. The mirror is supposed to show your you your true self and most people just run away screaming i guess they die in the cold or something but <laughs> that sucks it shows you your true self and there's bastion looking at atreyu atreyu looking at bastion and they're both kind of confused like what's going <laughs> on here mm-hmm. yep and Sweet. i love it it's a it's a good 
uh, foreshadowing for the end. And Atreyu walks through the mirror and he comes to the true Southern Oracle, which instead of orange Sphinx statues are blue boobied cool. statues. Okay. You know what? A blue booby is a bird. So just <laughs> you sicko! <laughs> Were you five years old? I'm pretty sure I told that joke. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, it's a good one. Anyways, I had a, I had a book on animals, and I was like, "Hey, boobies, blue-footed boobies." <laughs> God dang it! So he comes to the true Southern Oracle, and they essentially laid out like, "Look, the princess needs a new name, and..." You need to find it at the end of, at the boundary of Fantasia, mm-hmm. past the boundaries of Fantasia. Well, so, only a human can give yes a name to. It's like Empress. where do I find a human? Yeah, what's that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> There's no humans in Fantasia. It would be kind of cool if somebody thought up just a human to live in Fantasia. It's like the only human. Yeah, around all these cool. people. Mm. That'd be weird. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. If it's a weird. Dinner, he still has a desk job though. He works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, his life's just real boring. <laughs> the uh, the Southern Oracle in the in the book is like vastly different. Like she talks, she's in like a giant like mirrored room that's like turning from day to night in like five seconds, like over and that's over again. That's pretty cool. It's like a little girl who can only speak, I think, like backwards, and like while singing, it's fucking bizarre. Like this okay. dude was on LSD. I might need to read. This, I, might, I might need to read this book because I've yeah. never read this before. This sounds kind of cool. Yeah, you could definitely tell that the uh, the budget was kind of going out the window at this point because it's like, aren't those just the same statues, just blue? Yeah, just the blue yeah. tint. Over That's why them? I was like, but like, why make? Since I haven't seen this movie four. in so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, movies. Um. So. A fun fact that I wanted to share when yes. we were in the uh, the swamp of sadness, but we got just caught up in it. Uh, so I went to go see this a couple years ago at Studio Thirty Five, and Noah Hathaway was actually there. Like they did like a signing, oh crazy, and he was like answering questions. Noah Hathaway is the person who plays Atreyu, but he was talking about his experience in the swamp of sadness. Yeah, and that it was the worst like it was like child endangerment kind of shit because it was super fucking cold like super wet they could only film like five minute increments yeah because it was so cold and he would get soaked i mean he's a little fucking kid yeah and it's not like he's wearing like hefty clothing or anything like that and he was just talking about the conditions of the movie that it was just kind of like like most movies that we read about are just kind of train wrecks to film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we love them. <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was a cool dude. Nice. So Atreyu and Falcor fly around looking for the boundary of Fantasia and get separated by the nothing. Atreyu wanders through the ruins and comes across Gamork, who proceeds to drop some truth bombs about Fantasia while the nothing devours everything. Mm-hmm. In the aftermath, Atreyu... And Falcor find the ivory tower. Mm. So cool. So when they started flying around after the Southern Oracle, this is when I feel like my brain fast forwarded through the movie because I was like, (laughs) oh wow, the movie is almost over. Yeah. Okay. 
they are looking, f they don't know where to go. They're just kind of flying aimlessly, like let's pick a direction, go that way. And they run right into the nothing. Mm -hmm. Atreyu falls off, which you see him just like <laughs> falling and turning. Like a dead fish. Yeah. Just like flying <laughs> like through the air. Fish. <laughs> and he gets washed up next to these ruins. And he's like walking through like, you know, I'm looking for the boundary. Anybody seen the boundaries? No boundaries. But there are these frescoes on the walls mm -hmm. of like different scenes of him on his journey through Fantasia, which is pretty weird. He sees his horse die again, right? Like, he sees yeah, himself thanks, talking to Borla. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> he sees the Sphinx, and then he sees this wolf creature, and he's like, oh, I haven't seen that yet. And then, boom, there's Gamork. <laughs> yeah. He's right behind. <laughs> <laughs> the scene also has the rock biter in it, and yep. you find out, the, like, the nothing's coming. Yeah. So, like, he's already lost Falcor, and he's already sad because he lost his horse, yeah. and he doesn't have answers he doesn't have friends it, it's just kind of like everything's kind of stripped from him and then he meets someone else who has also lost everything mm -hmm. and so the rock biter is like when he starts talking about his hands oh my god i teared up at this scene yeah mm -hmm. because he's like i tried so hard to hold on to my friends and i couldn't do that because nothing took them i was like <laughs> i was like oh, okay okay <laughs> we're watching this at 10 30 at night and isabel's yeah. crying mm -hmm. he was, he was <laughs> thinking so, about my child <laughs> he was so confident in his abilities to save his friends like he's the only one that can keep them safe because they're small and little mm -hmm. and like him holding on to them but the nothing just like sucked them out of his hands and him. he just watched them like go away into nothingness pretty much yeah mm -hmm. and he, he kind of encourages atreyu to like go on like i'll like just sit here mm -hmm. and wait for the nothing to come to me yeah mm. it's like what else am i living for my friends are gone everything is now nothing Yeesh. <laughs> so bringing it to a happy moment when he meets Gabork. <laughs> yeah, totally happy. Nice little topping on that cake. Yeah. So in here, I was like, man, I sure wish uh, Gamork had better servos in the <laughs> the animatronic puppet. He's like, they spent <laughs> it all on freaking Falcor. I know. Like, you used up all the servos <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> His mouth did like. I know. I was like. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like, can you close your mouth? It's the scary black dire wolf of a creature. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's huge. It's like horse sized. Okay. Yeah. But a wolf that has oh, been yeah. tracking him down. And he doesn't know that he's a Treyu. He's <laughs> just talking to him like, look, you're lucky enough to be my last victim. Happy you. And he's like, look, I lost a Treyu in the swamps. I'm a servant of the nothing. And the nothing is like getting closer and closer to them. And Atreyu falls back and he's like, look, fuck, I'm Atreyu, come for me. And the you can see him like, and just the way that he's growling. Again, the servos <laughs> and the technology back then, it just looks like he gets sleepy. <laughs> Because his eyes kind of close, mm -hmm. like, Ugh. Well, there's that lull in their talk where they just kind of stare at each other and Gamor's just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, why are we just sitting here not doing anything? It's like the, the conductor for him is like waiting to be like, what do you want me to do next? Yeah. He's sleeping. They also like launch his ass out of that hole like someone just fucking <laughs> 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 Through without a train. Like it was a fucking nerve vortex. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 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 
But I guess he lunged on Atreyu and he Atreyu was just like open chest. Yep. It kills Gabork with one blow. Yeah. I mean, he's stabbing it in the heart. It's not going to go anywhere. But, I mean, he does hunt purple buffalo, so I guess he knows how to kill someone. That's true. Yeah. So, okay. The thing about Gamork is he explains why Fantasia is what it is. Yeah. So, Fantasia are is, like, made up of the hopes and dreams of humans. Mm-hmm. And they don't go into it in the movie, but in the book, if, peop- if creatures from Fantasia go to the human world, they are... I think lies and like make believe like that's what they like transform oh, into. So it is pretty interesting in the book. And he's also a werewolf in the book, not oh. just like a wolf. That'd be that's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, fucking Gamork is like one of the werewolves from underworld. <laughs> that would be dope, but they don't even fight the book. He's just like, yeah, I got fucked up on my journey and I was looking for this kid, a tree, but I'm going to go die now. Peace. And he just dies on the spot. <laughs> What did happen like, to him oh, in the book? Even, he just dies. Oh, like he's injured? And yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like a giant like spider woman that they encounter, and I think he got bit by her. Yeah. And he just That would have been better. That's fun. Yeah, because they're, they're actually in a left. place called Spook City. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, he's and he's captured, and he's in chains, and then he dies. Like, oh, just like that. That's crazy. So it's a little more exciting in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I kind of want to watch this book. I kind of want to watch, watch this, this book. Jesus. <laughs> I've read before. I know how to read books. <laughs> so now the Falcor has found Atreyu again. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing is coming in. Atreyu is like getting kind of blown all over the place. Falcor gets them. And they are flying through the nothing. Pretty much. Everything has been destroyed. Except for the ivory tower that remain standing somehow. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the Ivory Tower. That music is also not in the German version. Dun, there is dun, no dun. fucking synth in the German version. I find that hard to believe. There isn't there isn't even the never ending story song in what? the German version. Blasphemy. It's just what like What do they have? It's like I mean, it's a score, oh, but okay. it's mostly just reprises of the um like when he's flying and shit. Oh, like okay. that's like the only song that plays in that movie. And then there's like more like classical versions of it, more like subtle versions. Yeah. But yeah, all the synth, which was done by fucking Giorgio Moroder. Yeah. Not surprisingly. <sighs> uh yeah, none of that is in the fucking movie. Uh. And it's just slow like ugh. Okay. Yeah. Boring. The German version is not the way to watch this movie. <laughs> 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 but they find the ivory tower mm-hmm. that should still have the princess in it. And Atreyu meets with the princess who lays it out and lays it out for him and lays it out for Bastion. Yeah. He is talking or she is talking to Atreyu like they are one and the same mm-hmm. or like Bastion is in the room. Mm-hmm. The nothing continues to destroy everything. And Bastion stays off the complete destruction of Fantasia by yelling out the princess's new name. So while Atreyu is talking to the princess in her chambers or whatever, he's like, there is a human child that has been with you this entire time. He's even here right now. And Bastion's like, what? That's fucked up. I don't believe you. They're <laughs> talking about me. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
Atreyu falls down. He's yelling for Atreyu. They hear him. And, and then in the movie, the princess turns towards the camera mm-hmm. and is talking to the audience mm-hmm. like she's talking to Bastion. And like he looks up like he can see her or something. And it's just, it's cool the it's way trippy. they did it. Mm-hmm. And I like al- it. And also this is the part where when Atreyu saw Bastion in the mirror, like they're one in the same. Okay. Atreyu needed to find the cure. He saw the cure. Bastion is the cure for, you know, Fantasia. And he doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe that they're talking to him. The storm is rolling in over the school. The ivory tower is falling apart. The princess is getting real testy because she wants a name. Otherwise, shit is gone. And Atreyu... Nope. Or Bastion. They're one and the same. (laughs) Bastion goes up to a window and like throws it open and yells a name that I have not been able to understand until the invention of the internet. The same so, as every movie goer in 1984. Yeah, it's like, like what'd what you the say? fuck did uh, he say? say the <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think to look it up on the internet like until like a couple days after. I was like, oh my God, dingus. But when I was watching and I had subtitles on and mm. it just said yelling. And I was like, oh, I'm going to finally find out what he says. It was like yelling. It was like, Son of a bitch! Even the subtitles don't know. Even the subtitles didn't even know. <laughs> For some reason... So at the beginning, when he was reading the book, when Bastion was reading the book, and he found out, like, oh, the princess needs a new name, he was like, I have a great name. It was his mother's name. It was a beautiful name. But that's not what his mother's name was. But we don't... Well, do I we guess know we his mother's know. name? I guess we don't know that. Oh. But his mother's name. Okay, but he yelled... His mother's out. name was Moonchild? Yeah. Yeah, so he She's yelled, a hippie, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. The dad's like, dad was straight business. Yeah, it's like you gotta stop being like your mother. Like, get a good job, be, be like, a sport team. You married her. I know. <laughs> he was like, it was, it was a weak moment. It was a time of love. <laughs> <laughs> but he yells out Moonchild, which for the longest I thought for some reason he was yelling out a name that sounded like Uriah Ho. That's Don't ask hilarious. me why. Close enough. Okay, <laughs> that's your new name, Uriah Ho. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> And then everything goes dark, and then you see a little glint of light, which is in the hand of the princess, and it's a grain of sand. Mm. Bastion is like, what is that? And he's like, this is all that's left of Fantasia. This is all that's needed. It's like the seed of growth, okay? Yeah. Gives it to Bastion and is like, you need to rebuild Fantasia. Whatever you think up will happen. So, of course, he just thinks up everything. Like, he thinks back Atreyu. He thinks back Artex out of the swamps. He thinks back everybody. Mm. And then he's flying around on Falcor. Because as a kid, I'd fucking yeah. think me flying around on Falcor, too. Yeah. His arm goes up in the air as soon as you see him. And he's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, 100%. But also, now knowing Falcor's like, what do you want to do next? And he's like, I got some kids I want to pick on that have been picking on me. So he, I would. Turn, he turns straight into a bully. And chases the same bullies uh, from the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. down the alley that jump into the trash can. Not only does he scare those bullies, he scares everyone in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. everybody's seen this. They're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> this is a dragon. <laughs> it's, it's a dragon that makes a dragon noise. Yeah. It's not even like 
a different sound. Like mm-hmm. if it looks like a dragon and sounds like a dragon, it's, it's probably a dragon. It's Falcor, it's just like rah, <laughs> <laughs> like just like human scream. That dragon stole that little boy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But the narrator lets us know that he and Falcor go on many other adventures, and that is another story. And that is literally only half the book. That's half the book. I need to. This actually sounds really interesting. (laughs) Is the other half Never Ending Story Two, which I've never seen, which which I I hope not. Never seen. Okay. As soon as that like ended and you hear that little like, shh, and then it gets into the song and I'm like, you want your hair to look like you got fucking electrocuted? Yes. As soon as that movie ended, that song came on. Even when the movie started, it started with the. Yeah. Yeah. It started oh, sorry. with the your song. Eyes got no, like, I was listening to you. Which is not how the German version. Opened. Your German version sounds terrible. It was pretty. So bad. let's just do this one. But as soon as that song came out, I felt like a little kid just like. Shuffling back and forth, be like, dream a dream. It's, like, it's a dope song. It's, a dope it's song. an amazing mm. song. Mm. Except you watch that video and you're like, are you trying to seduce each other? Like, <laughs> what's happening? It's like two people just dancing away, just singing that kid song. This movie has, it has two music videos. There's that one where he's I, dancing with the lady in the mm-hmm. in the alley or whatever. And then there's the one where he's like in a library and they're showing scenes from the movie. That's awesome. I gotta oh, watch that one now. It's really bad. Uh, it doesn't look good. I mean Well it's just like they show a tray like walking up to the mirror and it's just his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need to watch like Liam Moss. We need face. to watch Okay, cool. What? We got two videos. Two videos we gotta watch. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we are gonna go. We are gonna watch these two videos that we just need to watch to yes. round out this never ending story of a day. But if you like what we're doing here, please, again, leave us a review on Google, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I hope I see your name as one of our followers on Instagram or TikTok at Mixed Movie Reviews. And I also want to give a huge Fantasia shout out to Damian Carter for letting us use his song, Just Hanging Out. Thank you. Thank you so much, Damian Carter. Yeah! So, what is the next movie? Oh, it's yours, and the title of it is Just Hanging Out, Hanging Out, Hanging Out with the Family, Having Ourselves a Party. Atreyu's first stop is to find Morla, the ancient one, your favorite character. Not my favorite character. Who (laughs) lives? Who lives on shit? Who lives on shit island? <laughs> no, I was trying to stop because of the cock. <laughs> shit okay. island turtle over here. 